Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in 5, 4. What does live mean? Uh. Welcome to the Just Conversation Podcast, the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas in childish ways. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm your host, Christina. And if you haven't yet, remember to hit that subscribe button to get notified the second new episodes are released, people. Also, this show is most enjoyable with a listening partner to share opinions and ideas on topics we discuss. Yes, so make sure to get somebody, sit them next to you, and get ready to listen to this particularly unique episode, which we have a couple of... I don't even know how to put it. Oh, so I'll, I'll break down. So before this episode, we were having a conversation. And the reason we're having this episode at all is because we, we decided to actually put this conversation on mic because it was kind of fascinating. So a while ago, our social media manager, Amber, put a post up on Instagram on the story asking if uh, now this was based on an original post that was based on an episode. So we had an episode about advanced future technology that let, led to a piece of that conversation where we were talking about how virtual well, how reality dating, would, dating be. would be. Yeah. So virtual reality how that would be, what it would look like, how technology like could affect... Like dating would uh, look like for a long-distance long relationship? Yes, yes. The post came from episode 65, Cybernetic Humans. And there we were talking about all future technology, how it would look, the, the positives of technology. There was an episode to follow to talking about the cons of advanced technology. But we talked about VR dating there. And then we took that clip, that clip went on Instagram, and then Amber made a post relative to that, asking if VR dating became a possibility, would people participate? And it was actually a completely unexpected turnout. There were quite a couple of votes in there, and it turned out that people are, like, by vast majority... We're not interested. We're not interested. And that's actually kind of interesting. That is. That's what we started talking about, because I brought it up to you. Like, I thought that was strange, even though I was one of the people that voted that it, I wouldn't be interested. I thought it was strange that most of us thought that. Yes, it is. Like, I voted for doing it. I have no problem with yeah. doing something like that. But I got drowned out. Wow. I got drowned out hard because oh. it was by vast majority no people just don't and i don't i don't really comprehend it because you'd think you know people are using tinder people are using um what is it i heart cupid or i cupid okay cupid okay cupid i heart radio somehow got merged in there but uh okay cupid i mean it's all internet shit it's the same right yeah <laughs> you, you date on i heart radio whatever but so okay cupid and tinder and all these dating things that are essentially virtual dating you mm -hmm. don't meet these people you you've built some fucking character or some shit online and then you interact with that, and then eventually you do meet, but you made the main first impression through this. And I figure VR dating, you're actually interacting with them, maybe even hearing the inflection of their voice. Yeah, you'd think that people... I was thinking that too, like, even though I wouldn't be interested, maybe people would be interested because it's finally face-to-face. -face. 
Yes, even if you're not literally face to face, it's way it's more way in more. person than yes. like Tinder or OkCupid. Yeah. I know, but yes, but um, uh, what's weird about that is that I think although people are face to face, there is that catfish fear of you can be any character you want to be. That's, oh, that's what you think maybe is bothering people. Maybe. I mean, catfish is still a problem with the regular. Yeah, but maybe you need to put like an ID or something mm-hmm. to participate in these things or something. There should be some kind of safety protocol so that you don't have to be paranoid about dating yeah. in the VR world. Yes, but there's something missing, though, I guess, in any type of dating like that, that you just get in real life. Just from random. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Because you're totally right. There is this sort of a random. I don't. I don't even know how to put it. Something about planning to meet somebody. It's just not. It's just off-putting. I guess. Yeah. It. They're not even not, off-putting. Like it. Even if you are excited about it, you know it's coming. It lacks the magic of a chance encounter that you didn't plan for and were pleasantly surprised by. Yes. Because you're essentially... And after you do your first Tinder or OkCupid date, right? Magic's gone. You're going on to the next one, on to the next... It's it's sort of like when you do... You know how people talk about drugs, right? Uh-huh. The first time I did it, it was the best time. From then on, I'm just chasing that dragon, trying to catch that first high. Yeah. Because but, these people aren't going back on the same dates. They're just going all the time and to the, random people and the ant- the expect the anticipation is gone already yeah you already did it the first time the magic of that first excitement oh my god i'm gonna meet them for the first time okay now the second time you go on a date with somebody you met on tinder even if it's your first time with that person it's not the first time you're doing this kind of a date. Now there's already a routine established. Oh. It's missing the magic of random happenstance where you're just at the bookstore one day and you are in an aisle where that other person is yes. and you just spark the conversation because you both reach for the same book and then it turns out you have a lot of interest and whatever led to whatever. Now you go out for coffee one day and boom, next thing you know, you're married five years later. That yeah. that right there doesn't happen. Yeah, because you plotted to some degree. You went on this thing to plan out how you're going to meet somebody and yeah. how you're going to approach and like what what version of me am I going to present? Yeah, and I'm guessing if you already are so planned out, it's like I have to have this certain amount of check, like a checklist of things. Yeah, and if you don't qualify, next day and you exactly, exactly, because I would argue that the person you think your type is isn't who is meant for you. It's just who you think you like, but who you end up with is always completely different than your type. It's just chance introduced you to the aspects you wouldn't normally give a chance to mm-hmm. as you because you you got your checklist right and you're marking off the things this is exactly the same person every time that you're dating yes but but you're not giving chance to all those other traits which you wouldn't even know the person has if you have a random chance encounter you have to get to know them gradually there's not a profile that you could just oh they're interested in this this and that they're claiming yes, to be this this and that you don't know anything so you're learning all these things and then and even you if, have to learn how to deal with these things if you already started growing feelings for them yes even if these traits are traits you wouldn't normally chase you don't know that yet 
you start to learn that, oh, this person is opposite to my type as you get to know them. But then it becomes almost appealing because there is true, genuine difference Mm -hmm. that you didn't plan for. Oh, no, I'm going to date somebody who's different from my type. No, it just randomly showed up. It's genuinely somebody different popped up that you were interested in. Yeah. And you'd have the same thing going on in VR because they'll probably do... There will be like different VR dating apps, I guess, or games or whatever you want to Yeah, and it would lack it. the genuine do it. But here's here's where my argument against that, which is why I'm kind of blown away by the response, is that although on a dating profile, it's exactly the same, unless you're doing something like PlayStation Home, where there's only the same locations and you're going to do the same things. Let's say there's... Not just VR dating, but like a real world that you could take part in. Maybe you live here, people live all over the place, but there's people from across the world that share a collective in VR world. Even if that's the case, you could just be, you know, you get home, I'm going to go to the coffee shop in that place. You could still, at random chance, meet somebody yeah. who saw your avatar, liked how it looked. One that's of them started I'm talking thinking to you. too that... Even though VR dating apps might not be successful, people will be more successful in just playing VR multiplayer games. Like, you're just hanging out with people who are... You're not even thinking about in that type of way that it'll ever lead to anything. But just by hanging out with them and getting to know them, you might end up finding someone. Yes. And it wasn't the intention, but it might happen. I actually think even if it's the goal, there'd be no way to plan for it. Then again, I guess, yeah, because there's the expectation of this person just came to talk to me. So this is, you know... Like, two profiles meeting, essentially. So, I get what you mean. Like, maybe the intention of it being dating is the flaw. Yes. Because it sucks out the magic of, well, is something happening here? Yeah. Because when you're in a dating app, you go in with the, well, I hope something happens here, intention. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, there's expectation there. And I think you'll, it'll, it'll be more successful if it was a game, if you're not expecting anything. Yeah, so if it's just like a, like, again, if it's just random. Yeah. If there's no real guide to what's happening. So in any case, a VR game where, how, that's a problem because the barrier in the gaming world is in the other direction. What's that? Which is that, what are the odds you would even get into a situation where somebody is trying to be romantic with you through a situation like that if it began on video games. That's your homie now. Mm. It's sort of a different wall if it's not aimed at dating. Yeah. Because then it's Mm. like, we're here to play. What are you doing? And nevertheless, you will get almost shamed by the other players that are there for the gaming and it's like we're here to play and you're hitting on the girl in the room yeah yeah i'm just thinking that those whatever relationship starts like that is would be more successful than in a yes dating 100 saying that it will be more chance of that happening probably not it would probably be so insignificantly minuscule yeah. The amount of times that it actually happens. That it, yeah. It would be the would... same amount of time it happens now with people just chatting online. Yeah, and sometimes they end up dating. But Exactly. I think that's still somehow, uh, that's probably a little more successful than just online dating. But we should check that out. 
more successful than online dating. That's interesting. I don't know. I don't know because I don't really know. Like, what if this is there's? Oh, I hate the word statistics. Statistics. Stat statistics. What if there's statistics that say that? Say online... it again. Statistics. No, I mean say the sentence so it doesn't sound oh, weird oh, oh. and I don't have to patch <laughs> it. What if there's the uh, what's another word for statistics? What if the stats? What if the stats say that dating online is successful? Like, we don't know. Dating online isn't successful. It's not? It okay. is notoriously unsuccessful. Oh, okay. But is it more unsuccessful yes. than in person? Okay. Hell, by miles. By miles? Yes. Hmm. Hmm. It is tragically brutal, which is essentially kind of puts it out to be a scam. Yeah. But there's so many people involved. So I would think even in VR, even if people are saying no, they might still try it out. I and yes, do the I would same so. thing, even if it's not successful. It will probably equal. Because he, yes, I think it would be the same. Because well, the problem is with dating apps is that it's not zero times that it's not worked. I mean, it's not zero times that it's worked. Yeah. It's more than zero times. It's worked more than zero times. So but you're you know. basically banking on yourself being in the 1% when you're partic participating in these apps. Oh, it's like um, using a using a dating line on someone line? when you're trying to... When you say something that other oh, guys... Oh, a pickup use, line. A pickup line. There you go. <laughs> it's like doing a pickup line. <laughs> saying a pickup line. It's like saying a pickup line. Yeah, I guess. But a pickup line is complicated because there there are pickup lines that do work. It's just... Not everyone can do pull it off, though. That's really where it comes off to. Like, the pickup line has... It's complicated because... One, there's already a specific type of pickup line that will work. Two, like, the type of person delivering the pickup line matters as well. Mm -hmm. There's no real statistic. You could pick that guy out of a crowd if you knew what factors were involved. Then that guy's pickup lines would always work. Because he knows how to deliver the pickup line, mm -hmm. and the pickup line itself was pretty good. Mm -hmm. hmm. There's there's a combination that's a readable amount rather than a guess. Yeah. Like if you use the corny, you know, are you an angel? You must have fallen from heaven. That's corny as fuck. Yeah. But if a guy delivers it fully aware that it's corny and says it in a manner that makes her aware that he's aware that it's corny and he was doing it in a playful way, not as a slick, hey, man, this is sharp. Yeah. That's already interesting. There's mm -hmm. a combination that's happening that you could be like, yeah, that'll work. Hmm. So, so pickup lines are better than dating online. No, it's still <laughs> such a small amount of people. Oh, okay. It's so small. I would say dating apps work a million times more than a pickup line. Because people don't line up with the pickup lines well. They just, oh, I heard that line. Let me use it. And yes, you don't fucking don't know how to deliver try. it. They don't attempt to be slick about it. It's just, here's a line. Yeah, here's a line. They don't think times. about delivery. Yeah. It's like a punchline and a joke. You got to figure it out. Yes. And they don't And know. that's hard too, which, come on. <laughs> but Very hard. But yeah, so I, I think that although uh, it might appear to be a scam... The minority does make it, and it's such a small number, but you're gambling. You're gambling for sure. Mm -hmm. 
And in that gamble, like, who knows? You're you're sort of hoping to be in that 1% and hopefully something works out. And you're taking the chance. This is going to fail 99% of the time. But if I try 100, does that mean I make one? Yeah. But I wonder if the what the results were for the podcast are the results that would be, like, if we tested out actual gamers, what if, because we don't know who plays games of the people who answer that question. Right. And I wonder if that would affect what the answer would have been. Like if more if all of them were video gamers already who might own a VR set already or something. Interesting. I see where you're coming from. So if we had, for example, if we grabbed an audience of nothing but gamers, not even just gamers, if we said VR gaming is super, but we go to the future where VR gaming is super popular. There's no dating apps in VR yet. Mm -hmm. And the first dating app for VR comes out and we only sample people who play exclusively VR games. How many of them would opt into trying a VR dating app? Yes. I feel like that would be so much different from now because now... Even though it's become more popular, it's still not enough yes. that everyone has one. Like, but although... Now the question is how many people use... VRs? Not VRs. A dating app. A dating app. I really think it's high, though. Three in ten adults have said that they've used dating sites or apps, but... Click it. But this varies significantly by age and orientation. So collectively, the the sum is three and ten. So we're not just gonna we're not gonna pick out what age group or whatever. We're just saying collectively three out of ten. That's thirty percent of people try dating apps. So we assume thirty percent of people, which is the kind of the exact number we saw, all things considered. It was actually about twenty six percent or so hmm. that voted yes. Versus the amount of people that voted no. Nevertheless, I was one of those individuals that voted yes. Huh. Then I don't know. That's so interesting. It's, it, it's kind of a perfect correlation to what we're seeing here. That 3 in 10 adults. That's about 3 in 10 adults. A little less. Oh, okay. So then the amount of people... So then the answer was close to what might be yeah for a dating app in the future so basically we have to assume that the same people that would opt into a dating app are the same people that would opt into vr dating yes oh okay interesting yep yep so then it would be a direct correlation mm. now again it comes back to the problem that even if they would opt into it that doesn't guarantee anything so they're gambling we have to do the percent of a percent of a percent of a percent problem which is we have three out of ten right yeah only one percent of them are going to find somebody now that's such an insignificantly small number of people it's already one out of ten and then we got to divide that 30 percent now that's a new hundred we got to yeah. say like one or two percent actually before we looked this up i saw that it said 2.1 percent succeed at finding somebody 2.1 percent of people who participate in Whoa. dating apps which is already less than 30 percent of an adult population so it's a very very small it's so insignificantly tiny but is it insignificant if you say they found somebody and stayed with that person 
Because then that's a whole other... We have to then bring that whole of the people who found somebody. Oh my gosh, and that percentage is so tiny. Though. Yes. Out of those people who found somebody, how many of them were long-lasting versus a momentary thing? Like, smaller than a percent? One percent of that. Total two... That two... That two point one percent of everybody who uses dating apps that found somebody yeah now that's a hundred percent and one percent of that stayed together that's crazy <laughs> that's how many people is that what let's do a quick uh, uh run okay well like on the calculator yeah or something? yeah let's let's figure this out first what percentage of adults are what percentage of the population is adults 36.5 percent so okay so we got 118 million adults, one third of them. So this is where we're at. Mm -hmm. If you have a dating app, you're at one out of 118 million people in the world, in the United States. So we're just doing United States. 300 million people. One third, roughly. That use dating apps. That use dating apps. 118 million people. That means we have a little over 300 million people in the United States. So 118 million people use dating apps. Mm -hmm. Out of that 118 million people that use dating apps, a small fraction find somebody. That was, what, 2% we said? Yes. That's 2.1% of the population. That 2.1% of the population is... 743,000 people. Out of that 743,000 people, 12% end up marrying that person, which is about 90,000 people. Yeah. That's from, what was the high number? From, from... 118 million people, mm -hmm. there are 90,000 that stay with or marry the person. Yep. So about one hundredth of a percent chance that you will find somebody. What? You use a dating app. You are one out of 118 million people. And you have a one hundredth of a percent chance of meeting somebody. Whoa, that's ridiculously low. But yep. I mean, is regular dating ridiculously low? It's not always successful. No. People who get married don't succeed. Like, I mean, you know? we got we got to think of a couple of things. People who get married, right? Mm -hmm. So there's uh, in the United States statistics, and but it's actually pretty common. I looked at this recently. I was, having, I was having a conversation with a friend about the rate of divorce in different countries, and it correlates pretty heavily throughout the world. It's the same everywhere. Like the, any place that divorce is possible, uh huh. Divorce is pretty heavily done. Okay. It looks like marriage is the death of a relationship on average. 50% is a low number in some countries. Like, that is... That would be great if they could get it that low. But then, you say it's the end, but how... Like, if they didn't get marriage, if we were just looking at long-lasting couples, how many of them break up? That's a great question. Uh, there was a couple of studies done about that, that couples that don't get, but th these are just people who are reporting, I guess. Yeah. Because how do we know the people who didn't show up to report it? But I don't know. They had to have dated a bunch of people before 
they got to the person that they're with and didn't marry. Mm-hmm. And then lasted with that person. So there's still a graveyard of dead relationships behind yes. the one that worked. Yeah. So I guess on average, it would be the same shit. I guess relationships on average last probably not often. Yeah. And then the percentage that does last is the same. So if we were just say a cutoff of people who've been together five years or, oh no, never mind. What? I was thinking of it wrong because now I remember the study as I'm saying it, Ooh. which was uh, people who've been together over five years. Mm-hmm. People who are married get divorced. People who are not tend to stay longer. So the people who are not married and have been together five years or longer tend to stay together much longer than 10 years on average. Okay. So it's like 70% of them continue to stay together for up to 10 years or longer, while people who are married seem to end end their relationship. Whoa. So it it was two years, five years, and 10-year mark. At the two-year mark, people who are married tend to get divorced. People who've been together and not married for two years tend to stay together to the five-year mark on average about 70%, and that 70% moves over to the 10-year mark as well, while with people who are married at two years is about 50%. At five years, the divorce rate is about 70%. So their rate at separating increases at the rate that people who are not married and are together for the same amount of time seem to stay together longer. So the number of people who have been together seems to be way bigger than the number of people that are getting the forms. Do they have any? Did you read any explanation of why is that? I have no. I don't. I wouldn't remember if I did. That was okay. a while ago. I don't know wow. if those those uh statistics hold up at the moment. But this couldn't have been more than like five years ago that I read this. Wow. So that's actually kind of interesting. Now that I remember, it was gauging the the time that people were together. Mm-hmm. whether married or not different gaps of time and it seems like on average more people stay together if they're not married there's something about marriage that makes people feel trapped yes and then I that makes them want to get out yes but that's they put that in their head society put that in their head yes it's a cultural conditioning it's a weird thing that we want to do it but we also don't want to do it and that's why it doesn't succeed <laughs> because we feel we it's not that we want to do it is that we feel we have to do it. Yeah. We want to satisfy our environment and we want to be included in our culture. And that mm-hmm. means follow these lines that we necessarily don't agree with. Yes. But because tradition, boo. I mean, I guess tradition is a good thing, but sometimes is it? I don't know. I mean, I guess I don't I don't know. I don't know. So tradition is a complicated topic. But back to, I guess, VR dating. So It would be the same. I guess it would be the same. same. I don't even know how we spun out into this. The point being that, like, I think people within the VR system that are mainly gamers would... I don't know if they'd be willing to try it, but people who are the average... People who would use a dating app would probably be the same average that would use a VR dating app. A VR dating app. And the success rate might also correlate, which seems to just be in general that relationships are hard to come by in a functional manner, especially if you're prepping for it. But if in this VR dating world, there was a scenario where maybe it's just like you don't label it as dating. You label it as... 
Now you make them specify details, but you don't call it a dating thing, right? So you you have to if you're male, you pick your male. Uh, you pick interests or whatever, and there's different activities in this world. Think PlayStation Home, right? Mm-hmm. But it has to be a more complex open world. It needs to a lot, just be like a single server where people can randomly cross each other's paths and just make it like a life simulator. And so you do random things in this open world, and that's how you will end up meeting people. Because now you have this melting pot of people from across the planet hanging out in this virtual world. It's a huge open world, but it's also way smaller than actual reality. Yeah. And people who already share an interest of at least hanging out in that world are there. Kind of like going to a bookstore and coming across that one person. So you already had an interest. It would probably be a little bit more It would probably be a little than... more successful. Cause, but you can't do it as a dating app. You, it can't be a VR program for dating. No. It is a VR program that simulates life, puts people from across the world who are interested in playing that game together, but there's no goal in the game. There's no action to distract. It's a game about interacting with other people. Mm-hmm. You just come here to talk and make friends, kind of like PlayStation Home. But you have an ability to share personal information, like what you're interested in and things you like and things like that. Mm-hmm. But then I guess another problem is that that defeats the purpose. What? If you're actively advertising the things you're interested in, you've killed having to let that pop up in natural conversation. So I guess you can't have a profile that's in depth. It just has to be obvious things. Am I male or female? And here's what I look like. Make my avatar look like me. Who wants to make their avatar look like them? Well, the point of this game would be that. Yeah. Hmm. It would be part of the game. You're only opting into the game if you're okay with that. Okay. You're not designing your avatar. You put your ID. You have to maybe be 18 years or older, and you put your ID, and it'll make you look like your ID. Yeah. Or whatever, you know? hmm And so you enter this world, and it's just a world that's a life simulator. But you have people from Japan, and people from Africa, and people from Canada, and people from South America all hanging out. And there's cafes and restaurants and movies and this and that and a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And people just walk around. And you go and interact with people. So it's like a live chat room. Like a live chat room. But you make it complicated. There are libraries and you can pick up a book and read it. And there are theaters and you can go to the theater and watch a literal movie that's probably on Netflix or something. Ooh. That cool. kind of stuff, you mm-hmm. know? And that creates sort of the activity to interact with people and want to make friends inside that world. You had a hard day at work, you come get home, connect to VR, and go chill in a world you like. Yeah. But then you're more likely to come across people that you're interested in because you're already doing something you like, Mm -hmm. which is hanging out in this world. And then there's a million, billion times more chance you're going to come across somebody, start a conversation that could turn into something. Yeah, just like in real life. Yes, because you took away the the objectives. If you remove the objectives, you leave human interaction and make that the point. Yes. Then there's something unique there. Yeah. And then it'll be a little more successful. Yes. And it won't even be for dating. Some people will just be there to hang out. Yeah. Some people will make real friends. Some people will just be there for real friends. Or study buddies or whatever. Yes. Maybe you can even study in there. Ah. Yes. Learning languages will be so fun. Yes. You could talk to people and it'll be like your your character talking to their character. Perfect. And this could work out. Mm-hmm. And VR. It's going to be fun when they get there. Yeah, it's going to be very weird, very interesting. 
kind of a complicated concept. I'm still blown away. But there's so many things. Again, there is the the missing part in these dating programs and these apps, which will probably be gone if you make a dating VR thing is the intention. If your intention is to go meet somebody, the surprise of it is gone. And I don't mean meet somebody, make a friend. I mean meet somebody romantically. If the goal is meet somebody romantically, you've arrived with expectations. Mm -hmm. And that kills it. You can't have anticipation. You can't have a hype train. No. Like video games. Like movies. The hype can never measure up. Yes. I mean, the, the, the reality can never and measure that, up to the it, hype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can never. It will never. Your hype will always be greater than what you find. That ruins so many things. Yes. So a dating app doesn't work, on average, by crap tons for that reason. Yeah. Because you have an anticipation that is way above what you can really expect. Mm-hmm. Just be random. Random works. No yeah. plan. Wing it. Have conversations, meet people. One of them is going to click. Mm-hmm. But if you're intending, so. I'm going to date somebody, that's not going to work. Never. It's never going to work. It's a problem with dating apps. That's a problem with this VR concept. Because, yeah. and like, I didn't think about it in the moment. I'm just like, yeah, I try it out. And still, even knowing after thinking about this harder, like, fuck it. I would still try it. It'd be cool. Most people would still try it. Not most people, but the same people that. We'll yeah. try all these other things, even if they're not successful. We'll yeah, still that's try 30%. it because there's still a chance. Yes, I don't care about the chance. So I think I would be the person who uses it just to interact with people. It's an opportunity to flirt around. Yeah, on a dating website. I mean, there's probably people who do that. So Yeah, that they just flirt and keep they're it moving. Not, yeah, they're not there to find the person of, of their dreams or to but marry like, or Statistically whatever. speaking, even if they were there for that, the odds are so against them. Yeah. So it makes more sense, though, for someone that's just, I want to flirt. You know what's the irony in that? What? I would argue that the people who are there just to flirt and keep it moving are the ones that do find somebody. Because they're already in the dating app Uh with no expectations. Yes. They get surprised. Yes, that would make so much sense, yes. The people who are like, I'm just here to fuck around, are the people who walk away with somebody they stay with. Yeah. But as long as they're like honest about that too, or do they? Does it matter? Probably. Maybe it's two people who are like, "Hey, I'm just here to fuck around, talk, share some pictures and stuff." And then they come across somebody who, yeah, I was down for that too. Yeah. And then actual connection happened. Yep. Because you weren't looking for an actual relationship. Mm -hmm. So we gotta say that a a relationship is a Japanese finger trap or Chinese finger trap. Huh. The more you force it the less it's gonna work oh my gosh that's just relationships right yes but if you just kind (laughs) of go with the flow a little there's gonna be a flow to go with yes it's the river why are you gonna swim against the current just let it take you you don't try to direct it but that's the problem people go on this thing and they're like well it needs to be like this it needs to be like that it needs to be like this versus no let's see what happens if nothing happens whatever yes just be open-minded. Yes. And enjoy the interactions, I guess. The randomness the, of it. The randomness, yeah. Like, yeah, just go to make friends and you will leave with love. Mm-hmm. But if you go to find love, you won't even make a friend. Oh, yes. 
I think that's true. Yeah, because think about it. You're going to be moving from person to person, looking for the right person, missing all the awesome people you're meeting along the way. Yes. But if you're just there to make friends, you're just finding awesome people left and right. And you're necessarily, you're not necessarily dating any of them. Yeah. You're just here to make friends. And who knows? Maybe in the future, something will happen with one of them. But yes. It doesn't have to be at the moment. But you don't even know. You keep moving, yeah. just looking for friends. And because you're not trying to force anything, mm-hmm. genuine connection happens. And they either become a real good friend or become a lover without trying. Yep. But while you're trying, you're moving against the current. Yep. Yep. Because maybe they're not into you. But who says that they can't be your friend? Definitely. Even so, (laughs) meet somebody over the internet. They have somebody who's right for you. You go and hang out with this person as friends. You met them on Tinder. You go chill. Let's have coffee, have conversation, not to date or anything. You know, we were both here to fuck around, but you're kind of interesting. Let's go hang out, not romantically, just as friends. And they have a friend you hang out a couple of times that you meet that is perfectly right for you. But you never would have met them if you were just like, well, that person's garbage because they don't meet my criteria. Uh, Meanwhile, the person they know who isn't on the app is exactly who you were looking for. Mm Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. You have to sort of welcome everyone with arms open at all times and just explore different personalities and want to be friends. Mm-hmm. Don't want to find love. And that's, but that's, again, that's a problem. These apps and in a, the case of a VR program, people have expectations. So you have to sell it in a way that doesn't apply like this. You have to think of how many people on Tinder have found somebody that they've married versus how many people on Facebook. You think Facebook is more successful? I, I mean, it would it be is. because it's just you want to meet up with old friends or something like that. It's about... You add family, you add old friends, and anybody new you meet or people who you genuinely connect with on some level. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. Yeah. That is probably higher than Tinder, the percentage. I wonder yes. if there's a percentage. You want to check that real quick? Yeah. That is a crazy high percentage next to everything else. On Facebook's dating system, 26% said they found a match that they liked and rode out for a bit. Versus the 2%. Think of the goddamn leap. That means out of every 50 people, one person on any other app finds somebody they like and rides out for a bit. On Facebook, one in four people find somebody they like. And it's because you're not even there for that purpose. Yeah. It makes more sense. It makes sense. Exactly. You'd find someone in a random social site than something that's meant for dating yes because you're just going to be picky intentionally where you're looking for dating you're Mm -hmm. looking for traits and while you're looking for traits you're not going to get anywhere because you're excluding the possibilities yes but while you're not planning for it it's going to work i think so i think so people should stick to i guess being social (laughs) yeah that's the goal try to make friends first now, again, I was totally blown away even after, like, I was totally blown away when I when I saw these stats to begin with. Mm-hmm. That about, which is funny because about 26% said they wouldn't try it. Meanwhile, about 26% on Facebook find... That it's successful? That it's successful. Yeah. So I guess the people who aren't trying the dating app 
who are trying the dating app, the same percent of people who are trying the dating app on average are about the same percent of people who aren't trying and are succeeding at finding. Interesting. Yeah. Whoa. 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 There you go. We told you the secret if you're having trouble dating online. Yeah. Now you know. It's so crazy. It's so nuts. It is basically if you're looking for love, you won't find it. But if you're not looking, love is going to interrupt your life. Mm-hmm. If you're doing fucking anything other than finding love, love is going to destroy your life. If you are looking for love, everything else is going to be in the way. Yes. It's just not going to succeed. It's not going to succeed. Usually you're what's in the way. Definitely. Just like the marriage expectations. Yes. I think that's why. I think that's why marriages fail. I think that's why there's such a crazy fucking number. I think the lowest I saw was like 30% divorce rate. Uh And that was like three or four countries in the world. With the most common being where the United States is, which is uh, 50-ish. I think it was 40, 49 or something like that for the U.S. Mm -hmm. And that is average in the world. With a couple of countries, including, uh, ironically, South Korea, which has, it's it's like bad over there to get divorced. And there's like a 70% divorce rate over there. Wow. That's fucking crazy. But I guess it's because there's so much, so much weight on it. It, it there is there's not just your expectation but your parents yes and so the like, amount of and your weight family you put into marriage yes the more likely it's gonna fail yes then what's the point of marriage if it's just there to stress you out why it's, can't you just be with the person it's the same thing with dating the whole every, they have to match up with your list and it's when they just, don't well we got to break up because you know you're you're not the character i imagined yeah. You're not this imaginary being I came up with. You don't you don't measure my standards. And it's like, who the fuck will? Who will? Oh, my gosh. What's wrong with people? Yeah, like, who's going to match? Ev- who's going to check off every box? You're going to be looking forever. You're never going to find Sh- any. Sure, they might be out there. What are the odds you're going to find a... How do I even put it? There are a billion feathers that are black. There is one single dark gray feather, and that's the one you want. Go into the stack of feathers and find the dark gray feather within a billion feathers. How long are you going to be looking? You're never going to find it. It doesn't matter how long you look. There's no no way. And sometimes you think you found it. Yeah, that's the only chance. If you you found it, it's because you think you found it. There's no... There's no way you found it. No yeah. one has found that. Because the craziest feather. part is, all these are different shades of black. Oh. Oh. Some of them look gray. No one's gonna find that feather. Nobody's finding that feather, man. That's fucking nuts. They, you can't have expectations. It doesn't make any sense. Date wanting to date is fucking stupid. The intention of I want to date is like also that's society's big fucking fault. There's a huge push towards being alone means you're lonely. Yes. Why are those two different words then? People are idiots. They don't know. They don't know. (laughs) You could be lonely with people. 
Look at that lady. She's not married. She's lonely. Like, no. Yeah, that's so crazy. I don't know why those thoughts are associated. They're not. They're not. You could be with somebody who makes you feel lonely. And I'm sure a lot of those people looking for relationships and who are just in one because are probably really lonely. Yeah. While you could be alone and perfectly satisfied. Mm-hmm. And you're the one that randomly finds someone. Yep. You're the, that's the thing. You, if you're happy, yeah. naturally, you're going to attract somebody who wants that contagious happiness. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, it was, it's kind of fucking weird. I don't, I don't know. But, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know if they've learned. Maybe. Maybe growing up, you learn over time. But if dating apps are still a thing, maybe not. Maybe people don't learn. I don't know. It's fucked, isn't it? Yep. I don't fucking know, man. It's weird. It's very weird. Yeah. But, come on. It's Everyone's stressing about things that don't make sense. They're just You're just putting this on yourself. The dating, the needing to find someone to marry, the whatever it is that it is. The job that you're just getting more money, but you hate it, but you're working there because more money. It's all society. It's all society. There's this fucking expectation that you have to check off the boxes. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, you're failing at life. Exactly. Just throw away that That stupid checklist. Yes, burn it. Yeah, yeah, wing it. Don't plan for shit. Just live. (laughs) Yeah, live. The ex... What do they say? You, You... Holding on to the past makes you depressed, and then anticipating the future makes you anxious. Hmm. But ignoring both kind of makes you happy, because you don't give a shit. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah. You're not expecting an outcome. You're not holding on to anything. Yeah, just live. Yeah, just live. Be Be here now. Yep. Whatever happens here now, stop worrying about, well, where will I be? And, like, who gives a shit? What if you die tomorrow? Then you just wasted thinking about a future that was never coming. Ow. Yes. <gasps> uh, That's yeah. the craziest part. You're going to plan for a future that might not even happen? Mm-hmm. You're going to waste the whole now thinking about then. Instead of just, just doing it. But I got to have this I job know. and I got to... Shut the fuck up. I have to be married up. to this person or whatever. Yeah. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. Man, I don't, I don't fucking get it because it doesn't even add up. People, for some things, lean into the majority and then from su- for some things, lean into the minority. The success rate on a dating app, minuscule. Yep. The chances that you'll be miserable if you keep doing what you're doing, incredibly high. Mm-hmm. Work-wise, you know, write out the job. You could totally write out that job. Most people are going to write out that job. You know it's going to suck. Yeah. Why is that? And the tiny percent both like lining up. If it's more likely you'll be happier by following the majority that's not participating in the dating app, you're more likely to find love. How is that same person the person who fucking sticks to the job they fucking... Those are all the same people. How do they choose what statistic to follow when it's like, well, that's less likely, that's more likely, but I'm gonna follow this less likely and that more likely. It's like... Why not just go for the majority all the time? Huh. That would that would add some happiness, right? Yes. So if you're always following the minority, I do the dating app. But I also try to succeed at my own profession without the follow the line 
because I'm not following the line for the dating app. What if we found out that the people who are using the dating app are those type of people? Like artists and shit? No, yes. because the people who are winging it are also the same people who are, they are already doing something they love. And thus, they already attract the people oh, who okay. want something they love. Yes. Oh, all right. It's, all right. it's a weird fucking thing because the people who are doing, it's like some people just chase misery, essentially. Yeah. I hate the job. Also, dating app probably not going to work. I want to do that. <laughs> I don't know. What the That's fuck is strange. that about? It's yes. so weird. There's people who just aim towards negativity, and there's people who just aim towards positivity. But they don't know that they're doing it. No one knows. No one knows. It's fucking weird. It's random. It's all random. It's all random. People's fucking minds are complicated and stupid. I don't. I don't know. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Stop fucking using dating apps. Go out and meet people. Or if you're using a dating app, don't try to date. Call it a friend-making app Call and it. go and make friends. Yes. That's it. Don't try yes. to get laid unless you find somebody who's down for that and be playful about it. Don't get angry when they don't want to. Don't turn people down just because they don't want to fuck you and just because they don't want to date you. Be like, oh, we'll be friends. Whatever. I'll help yeah. you find somebody. Ooh. Yeah. Boom. And in doing so, you could help each other and just be friends. And who knows? Who the fuck knows? Maybe they know you better than you know you over time. And then they find you a better match than what you really think you want. Because what you want isn't what you should be with anyways. Yeah. And you make some long-term friendships. friendships. Yeah. Bravo. Yeah. That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. That's how it's done, people. We would know because we give great um, dating advice. Yes. You can totally find that. You, can, you guys can go back to the relationship episodes filled with solidly amazing relationship advice so just go back and look at those episodes and be blown away by the fact that we give great relationship advice yes so you can find those anywhere but you can also find additional things even clips of those conversations but just things in general you can find us on our social areas on facebook twitter and instagram at just convo pod and actually just made a tiktok as well so you can go fucking look at us if you're a tiktoker or whatever you can follow What's us. The name on there. TikTok. It's just Convo Pod as well. <laughs> oh, okay. We're just Convo Pod everywhere. All right, and then you can find the podcast on our official website at GreatThoughts.info on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Stitcher. Yes, and remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show, or just rate the show. We don't give a crap. Just leave us a rating. If you like to leave us a review, that'd be great. But don't stress yourself out if you don't want to. A rate will be awesome, whether or not you like the show. It doesn't matter. It just helps. It just helps. Not even, not no statistics. I doubt it helps numerically on Apple, like podcast charting systems or whatever other fucking, I don't think they care about that shit. It helps other people know whether or not when they're scrolling through and they see the show and they click and start looking, oh, this many people like it. Yeah. And that might entice them to dodge it or jump into it. Yeah. So just leave us a rate. And let someone who might like it know about it. Yes, word of mouth. It's the most powerful thing known to man. You telling somebody you liked the show and they should listen to it, or even if you didn't like the show, you telling somebody you think this show is for them might get them to listen to it. So do that. Yes. This has been the Just Conversation Podcast. Take nothing personal, and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.
It is weird to just di- have something in front of you disappear in front of you. <laughs> That's fucking nuts. Mm. But then I don't even. Here's the thing. Here's another way to talk about the same thing, which makes it even more fucked. What? How long goes from between the time that you have a that you perceive the world and that perception gets sent to your mind? There's there's a little lag. It's super tiny, super duper, very minimal. Like less than a second? Yes, it's a fraction of 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 a second. There's a lag between perceiving mm-hmm. and your brain getting that information. There's there's a little time between it. Yeah. And if we use a, a previous episode we had where we were talking about the latency of having like a dream and you feeling you're falling mm-hmm. and that you you fall and your mind incorporates it into the dream but in your mind it's like a um inception time in the dream many many hours you falling from your bed a split second but in your dream it was so long that your mind had the time to incorporate that now when you have a thought mm-hmm. about the world a perceptive thought the events that happened don't necessarily need to coincide with what is actually occurring in your mind because there is a gap and that tiny regardless of how small it is your mind had enough time to add information to what you just perceived oh doesn't that happen yeah we can call that a hallucination easily that, really yeah the just conversation podcast is hosted by christina colazzo and jack thomas produced by lynn taylor and published by greatthoughts.info art by nitrum and logo by seth McAllister. with social media managed by amber black